Hello and welcome back to another incredible episode of The Right Reality. My name is Mixie. I'm Steve. And we are recapping episode four. We went in order this time. We went from three to four for Joe Millionaire. Movie Night Meltdown is the name of the episode. What a title. And what an episode again. This this incredible piece of entertainment did not disappoint. Just a beautiful piece of art. It really is. And here as your number one Joe Millionaire podcast, still on top, still wearing the crown. <laughs> um, we're here for you. We're here to recap it. We're here to give you our hot takes, maybe some cold yes. takes, just some regular takes. We're here to entertain you. Medium well takes. Mm, the way you should have your steak. No if, ands, or buts about it. Agreed. If you do anything other than medium rare or like medium, I'll give you medium. Anything over that. Well done, people. Unsubscribe. No, don't unsubscribe. <laughs> you can stay. Just the, we will not be sharing meat. Yeah, we'll not be sharing <laughs> meat. I will not be eating your meat. You will not be eating my meat or Steven's meat. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. As yeah. What's your name said during the show this week? <laughs> Man, there were so many great one-liners in this episode. I'm super excited to dig into it. But uh, before we get into it, we want to make sure that we thank everybody. We've got tons of reviews. We're going to read through some of those. Well, all of those at the end of the episode. Um, We also got a ton of new hotties on the Facebook page. So make sure you head to the link in the description where you get a chance and join the hotties on Facebook. We'll be reading off those new members at the end of the episode as well. Mixie, don't undersell that. We, uh, what she should have said is Mixie will try to pronounce your names <laughs> if you join the hotties. I'm going to struggle bust through your name. If you would like to be a part of that consensually, um, <laughs> I would love to do that with you. Just join the hotties. Link in the description. That's all you got to do. If you want to create a Facebook account because you don't have one, just so Mixie can try to pronounce your name, if you have an interesting name. We love a triple name here at The Right Reality. You can do that as well. But we're very, again, very happy. Thank you all for the reviews. We have some special guests in the reviews this week, guys. Yes. So wait for that. And listen, this is not the type of podcast where we're going to basically beg you for reviews <laughs> oh we're doing this <laughs> we're not going to threaten not to do the podcast if you don't give us reviews because that's something that the number one joe millionaire podcast doesn't do because i'll tell you what yeah we are here to do this podcast we enjoy this show yes sir okay some other podcasts don't even want to be recapping the show mm-hmm. we here at the right reality the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. Millionaire. The official, unofficial, official podcast. We want to be here. Yeah. We have to be here. I look forward to being here. We are born to be here. And we're here for you. Yes. And we're here for Martin. And we're here for the guys. And we're here for the girls. Yes, we are. And we don't need... A, a, a review to to do all of that it, it makes us feel good and we really appreciate it but we're never gonna force you yeah. to do anything in order for us to continue to do what we're doing for you no no none of this we're gonna quit we're gonna quit i don't want to do this 
I don't like this show, but I'm here because you gave me 18 reviews. No, not here. Not in the right reality. So again, thank you, everybody. We'll read those reviews and uh, those new hotties at the end of the podcast episode. But now Mm -hmm. it's Joe Millionaire episode four time. Oh, Steven. Wow. I am excited to get into this. So we open up on, you know, the guys talking about the last day or episode. I don't even know how how would we refer to this as. <laughs> yeah, where are we in the time of the show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many days have passed. I know that there was three days that passed before they actually got to have conversations with the guys. But then I lost count from there. Um, you know, the guys are sitting there chatting and... Um, I believe it was Steven, and correct me if I'm wrong, but one of them says, who's here for the right reasons? Mm. And this will come up again later on. Right reasons. Steven, have you told the story of the uh, naming of this podcast? I have before, but not for our Joe Millionaire audience. Yeah, why don't you tell the Joe Millionaire listeners where right reality Mm -hmm. came from? Well... When I first started listening to podcasts about six years ago, there was a podcast uh, that recapped The Bachelor, The Mm -hmm. Challenge, and Vanderpump Rules. Basically, the holy trinity of (laughs) reality television content. Okay? And this was hosted by Juliet Littman and David Jacoby, who both work at ESPN slash uh, Grantland at the time. And the Mm -hmm. name of their podcast was... The right reasons as an homage to the name of the of the catchphrase of Bachelor. Yes. So when I when we started this about four years ago or however long it is now, three years ago, four years ago, mm-hmm. I was trying to play off that. And and you know how people do is they name their children the name of their grandfather or something like that. Basically, the right reality is my sign of love to the right reasons podcast and also the bachelor and the challenge and Vanderpump rules where it all came from. So it's a good coming of age story, if you will. It's a good origin story as the Marvel kids like to say. I love it. And you know, every time I hear uh, anyone on Joe millionaire say the right reasons, it just makes me feel like even more connected to this show. Like we really truly were meant to recap this one. And part of me thinks they were aware we were going to be doing this show and they were just basically wink yeah. winking us, you know, in, in time. Because we know, again, as we just said, we don't know where we are in time. This could be in the future and Fox has figured out a way of shooting in the future and bringing it back to the past. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't t- know what type of technologies they have. So the gentlemen are leaving the gentlemen's quarters and they're heading to the big house. Yes. And they're like, let's just go talk to the ladies this morning. See how things are. We're just going to hang out, talk to them. We're going to bring them this thing of donuts, which is a great move by them. Everyone loves that. I mean, who doesn't love a donut? Mixie, what is your go-to donut choice? Krispy Kreme. Okay. Glazed with chocolate icing and sprinkles. Mm, You like the sprinkles edition. It's a nice crunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for Krispy Kreme. If for some reason donuts didn't count as calories, I would have a box of it every day. 
easily. I think we need to work on a brand deal with Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I would sell my first child, no <laughs> questions asked, for Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> just pay us in donuts. Yeah. I'll give over my child. Is there a Krispy Kreme in the city? Oh, there's tons. And and I'm not going to lie, when we were moving to our current um, living quarters, yeah. I made sure it was one in walking distance. Oh, that's perfect. It's it's important. It's important. I can't imagine the, the thought process of being within walking distance of a Krispy Kreme. You have to. You have to be. It is a problem, though, because once you walk like a block, you can start smelling it and then it's game over. Oh. The second that shit hits your, no- your, no- your nose it's holes. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's, bad. it's game over. My donut choice is either I love a glazed donut. I love a chocolate glazed donut. Yeah. Obviously, I prefer it like piping hot from Krispy Kreme. If it's not popping hot yeah. from Krispy Kreme, I'm going Dunkin'. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going Dunkin'. I like the Dunkin' glazed and... Special request this week from the one and only Annie from Joe Millionaire. Shout out, Annie. Shouts out. She asked me to try because I asked her what her favorite donut was. I said, what type of donut do you like? And she goes, blueberry, blueberry donut at Dunkin'. And I was like, what an odd selection. That is strange. Did you try it? I tried it. And? It's pretty, pretty pretty good yeah is it like i i would assume it's like blueberry muffin vibes with a glaze yeah it's a, it's one of the cake donuts i think is what they're called right okay yeah and it's very muffiny but light and it's got like a light glaze on it too it's very delightful it feels like an old person donut yeah but it i love i love old people donuts yeah like an entomans what are they crullers yes that's what i was just thinking those are the best. It was like that. So it was delightful. So shout out, Annie. Thank you very much. Sorry, real quick. I just want to let everybody yep. know that I just ordered Krispy Kreme. So. <laughs> Did you really? Yep. No. It'll be here at 9.01. So we have an hour. We're under a time clock now. What type of tip do you leave on a dunk- on, a, on a Krispy Kreme delivery? Well, I just put I put the order in and said that I uh, it, it there wasn't a rush. So mm. I got seven dollars off so it's basically okay. like paying for it in person Ooh, wow that's a wow new york hack uh get a doordash <laughs> membership and then do no rush and you don't have a problem order early you're welcome so the guys go with the donuts to the main house yes and they bring them to the ladies great move and all of a sudden the best person on the face of the earth martin the butler at what I assume is 8 a.m., walks in full tux and white gloves, by the way. Crisp. Did you see how crisp those lines were? That was freshly pressed. Oh, it was remarkable. (laughs) At like 8 a.m. Now, mind. meanwhile, everyone else is in like gym slash hangout clothes. Yeah. And the juxtaposition of these two types of people hanging out in the and within like five feet of each other was hysterical to me. It is. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> and he already Martin already has this like, which I love, and I don't want it to go away. Like this, uh, he he feels a little bit better than at least the girls. Mm. He kind of has a little bit of a down nose to them. <laughs> 
So like whenever they're all he's dressed up and, and they all look like crap, like he was like, you guys got to get dressed up like you got to go get fixed or whatever he said and like kind of did like a circle movement with his fingers like fix this. That is a great <laughs> butler slash budding move. Just like round. Get all of yourselves rounded up. We're heading out. He did. He did kill the uh, the budding move, and they have like a stylist. So yeah, Martin comes in, and he has he's the plug. He knows the movie premiere people. We don't get to know what the movie is. Oh, what's it gonna be? The suspense is killing us. Um, but yeah, it's a movie premiere. Exciting. Spoiler alert: the movie premiere is a red carpet indoors with one hanging seamless. Mm-hmm. With, like, some hearts on it. Yeah. With the name of the movie, which was a total, like, they photoshopped the movie poster. Great move. Absolutely fantastic move. Because if you're going to sell them that they're going to a movie premiere, they sold them so hard on this idea. I know. I fell for it. I was like, oh, this is the move from Batch where they go, oh, we're going to a concert. And it's some country singer that has like a deal with Disney and ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, or it's like, oh, we're going to a movie premiere and it's like the movie that Disney owns and is going to make a bajillion dollars off of anyway and they want to cross promote it. No. They tricked us and I appreciated every single second of it. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to the movie in a second. Um it was it was fun seeing all the girls get you know dressed up again. Mm-hmm. This is now for some of them like the third or fourth time that they've been <laughs> put in a dress. And they and they're like running to the dresses because of dressgate last time. Yeah, because- Rachel's like I gotta get a dress. They have PTSD. First. Suzanne's like knocking people over <laughs> with her knitting. She's stabbing people with the knitting needles. Get out of my way! Just stab, stab, run, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> That's what she's been knitting this entire time, like a yeah. booby trap, like you see on Wiley e. Coyote. She's been knitting her own dress so that nobody can, nobody has the same dress as her. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I thought she was going to set up like a booby trap with like all the leaves on it, and then as soon as somebody steps in there, like the netting goes up in the air and she captures one of the girls. I would love a knitted booby trap. That's <laughs> that's genius. I think she's working on that. <laughs> We need to make some movie where, like, it's grannies that are fighting crime and they're, Ooh. like, knitting their way through it. <laughs> Mixie, Fox is listening to this. Don't give them ideas for movies that we can make. We can't make that movie. Give me 10% and it's okay. Yeah, this is copyrighted. You can't steal it. <laughs> um, so, you know, there was one point in it where uh, the guys are getting ready and Kurt says to Stephen with a V mm-hmm. that he looks like James Bond. And Steven with a V says, my name's McBee. Or what is it? My name is McBee. Steven McBee. And then immediately I said out loud, I have a helicopter. (laughs) James Bond might have Aston Martins, but I have a helicopter. I just really pictured him ending it with, and I have a helicopter. (laughs) I know I'm still stuck on this and he hasn't said anything about it since episode one and two combined one-ish. 1.5. 1.5. Um, he hasn't said anything since that, but I still just picture him only having the personality of a helicopter. <laughs> I love him, though. We we love the guys. And for the people who are like, you know, you're, you're shitting on the guys in the show. No, no, we're not. We love 
everything about this show. Everything, including them. Including the camera people that are constantly sneaking into the shots. <laughs> By the way, it's a smart way to get yourself a SAG card from these camera people. They're going to double dip into both unions, you know? Yeah, they're going to have a lot of uh, credit on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the ladies are upstairs getting ready with the mm-hmm. uh, Hollywood stylist, Chaz. Yes. Um, in case you missed Chaz, you, you didn't. He said a total of, and I counted, 13 words. Wow, that was that's like double the amount that I thought. <laughs> I forgot he even was in it. Aww. Steven mentioned it to me when we were kind of talking about uh, the show before recording, and I was like, who? <laughs> Chaz, uh, Chaz, uh, Chaz E. Foley is his name. Um, fashion stylist, costume designer, interior design slash songwriter. Yeah. Wow. SAG after HRI talent. Incredible. Uh, Chaz at Chaz E. Foley on the gram. Multi-talented. So he like sings to you while he's fitting you for a dress. Very Cinderella. You guys might be thinking that we're shitting on Chaz E. Foley. I am not because I need some style <laughs> advice and I'm hoping Chaz can give me some style. I'm looking at these photos. Very smart looking guy. Very yeah. smart, can wear the shit out of a suit, obviously. I mean, all the girls looked beautiful at this premiere that took place in like a gymnasium. You're, you're right. I thought there was going to be some misses. I thought we were going to do a fashion police mm-hmm. of this, but there was no misses. There was no, no misses. All the dresses were great. Uh, I saw that some of the girls like wore one at the beginning. They're like, this is not it. I'm sure that was Chaz being like, not it for you. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> it's not it. Doesn't work for your bust size. Doesn't work for your waist. Doesn't. We want to accentuate certain areas of you. This is not the dress. And all of them looked like absolute tens. Absolute tens. They really did. They looked incredible. Um, so, you know, we get one good group woo in the confessional. Did <sighs> you appreciate that one, Stephen? We haven't gotten a confessional woo from everyone. I <laughs> love the woo. Because obviously we at, here at the number one Joe Millionaire podcast yeah. created the woo counter. And what did we see this week on Instagram, Mixie? You know, it was very interesting. Our best friend, Martin the Butler, huh. posted a uh, video compilation of all a bunch of woos oh. from the ladies uh, throughout the episodes that have aired so far. I wonder where that idea came from. Yeah, it seems very much almost exactly like what we're doing, just not in video form. Oh, it's just unbelievable. It was, you know, it, it was concerning. It almost felt like they were stealing our idea, but it's it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Because I looked, I looked at the video when it was posted, and I looked. I go, oh, obviously this is our idea, great idea. And I'm looking at the bottom of the video, you know, where it says like courtesy of at the right reality or inspired by the at reality nothing 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 it's okay i don't think that when you're when you're doing the act of budding that you learn about crediting people in the captions so i'm not gonna hold martin against it's not, i'm not gonna hold it against no it. i'm gonna tell you this Maxie. it's an honest mistake martin could walk in here mm-hmm. slap me in the face yeah spit at me Mm-hmm. Call me trash. Yeah. And I'd still want him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's so funny that that's what you say, because I was going to say I'd still shine his shoes and I'd comb his hair <laughs> with a toothpick. <laughs> so speaking of the act of budding, I've been informed of a very special thing happening in two weeks. Oh, January 29th, Saturday, January 29th, 8 p.m. 7 Central on which channel you might ask? The Hallmark Channel. There is a movie called Butlers in Love. Oh, my God. Is it Martin? In a prestigious Butler Academy. Passionate Emma and rebellious Henry train to become royal butlers. Oh, my God. Yes. Where the competition is fierce and sparks fly. Saving this to my TV right now. I feel like we're going to have a special episode of the right reality <laughs> talking about this movie called butlers in love that sounds awful i can't wait it <laughs> looks amazing i cannot wait oh for my this God. we're playing the trailer here it goes i'm sorry just do they not have accents in this movie if there's no accents i'm out hello this is charles willoughby from the american butler academy yes! january 29th Butler school can be harder to get into than law school. Your other left, Miss Conroy. You're butling. Need some work. You're butling? You're not supposed to eat the what? dish. What's that? The Henry Walker guy? He comes from a long line of butlers. He's been driving me nuts since day one. Stacy Farber, Corey Cott, Maxwell Caulfield. I think they rather need each other. Butlers in love. Oh, new. Saturday, January. <laughs> oh my God. At eight. Wait, it's new? It needs to be Saturday, January 29th already. I'm. I, I've saved it. I've. I've saved it to my TV. It's going to be downloaded. You save that on your DVR right now because we're talking about it on Sunday immediately. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to Joe Millionaire, though. Yes. Um. You know, this is this is really the main takeaway I had from this episode mm -hmm. happened at, at this point. My queen, Andrea, or Andrea, she never told me which which one it was. Um. She was, you know, she had a thought and she mentioned it in the limo on the way to the movie premiere. And this thought was very similar to mine. Mm -hmm. Steven, I'm going to ask you to play it. Okay. Martin never said one's broke, one's rich. One's 10 million net worth, one is not. How do we, so the other guy's like 100 million? Yeah, I can see that. There's some sort of a plot twist. I fully agree with you. It's almost like I said this exact same thing hmm. last week. Hmm. Hmm. And this only further confirms that Kurt is dead mouse. You cannot prove me any other way. I need to see video evidence of them in the same room at the same time. Cause I can't find it. And trust me, I've been looking. It's not possible because they're the same person because he's worth a hundred million billion dollars i don't even know how much how much is dead mouse worth let's figure out how much Kurt's i think you're right 100 million billion dollars i think that was the accurate uh, <laughs> uh, tax form i saw but i would just like to state that i called it and kurt is definitely dead mouse and there's actually no proof otherwise to prove that that's an incorrect statement so well again they don't put things like this in the show yeah. Unless it's going to be a, t a plot twist at the end. And I'm 1, sorry 000%. for spoiling it. Yeah. We don't know, but we're spoiling it for you already. It's definitely that he's also wealthy too. 
And he's been playing <laughs> along this entire time, being like, oh, I'm not wealthy. I'm so glad they don't uh -huh. think I'm wealthy. And they go, cut. And he's like, I got those fuckers. They believed me. It's very interesting to me that they haven't discussed his actual income. Right. Because they can't. Because he's dead mouths. I'm on to you. We got it figured out. And while we were going and getting ready to go to the movies, Annie said her favorite thing to do is go to the movies. Yeah. I enjoy going to the movies. I don't like paying to go to the movies because it's very expensive here in Los Angeles to go to the movies. Yeah. Hot take. I hate I hate going to movies. Really? Yeah. Well, what specifically do you hate about going to the movies? All of the things about a movie theater and going to the movies, I can have in my home. Mm. Mm. For cheaper, yep. the way I want it with my other things. But here's the problem. A lot of you are terrible people at the movies. <laughs> you know who you are. You, yeah. As I just said that, you're like, yeah, that's me. I'm a terrible person at the movies. There's 100 billion seats in the theater. And there's four of us in the theater. And it's all now assigned seating. You've sat right in front of me? <laughs> You've sat right in front of me? Why? Yeah, there's so I, I... many other seats. You saw it. On the little seat preview and you're like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with that guy today right in front of him. And then you're talking and you got your phone out. Yeah, I, I can't even think of the last time I've been at the movie theaters. It has to be at least eight years. Wow. Eight years. It's just I, I'm, I've always been over it. It's just never been. I used to like going as a kid because I wasn't really allowed to have candy. And that was mm. like the only time I could get it. Okay. But now that I can get candy whenever the fuck I want, case in point, I just ordered Krispy Kreme through my door. <laughs> you know, it takes the magic of the movie theater away from me. So what was your go-to movie candy then? Are we, the audience is dying to know. We've he I've heard them screaming about this for 10 minutes. Um, crunch and Bunch. Those oh. crunch clusters. Yeah. Reese Pieces, always a fantastic go-to. Okay. I really liked mixing my Reese Pieces in my popcorn. Interesting. I think we saw one of the one of the ladies do that this week. I think Katie may have done that. Oh, really? She like put it on the top. She goes, this is how I roll. I think that was her. Oh, I, I fully missed that. I, I must really be like blacking out a lot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> she probably get that checked out. Maybe that's probably a good thing if you're not if you're not recalling things like that. Oh fuck! Well, we get to the we get to the hallway that they put a carpet down on, and mm -hmm. like I said, one little sheet with like four PAs with fake cameras. Yeah, well, just keep shooting. Just keep shooting the flash. Yeah, keep shooting the flash. And you know, all the girls come in. The guys are standing by the bar. Rachel makes a comment, which will soon come to haunt her <laughs> that she says that she's happy that the guys are standing so close to the bar so she can get a drink really quickly. Um, Kurt and Caroline kiss here. Caroline seems to be one of the last, if not the last girl to walk in and kisses Kurt publicly here. Now at most we're on week two Yeah, at most. Yeah. 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 In real time. Yeah. You mean, yeah, okay. It, it, we're early. 
it's it's a it's a bold strategy. Mm-hmm. What are, what were your thoughts when you saw that? One of the most bold strategies I've ever seen on a dating show. <laughs> I, I'm going to be absolutely brutally honest with you. I saw it and I was like, oh, uh, any did anyone else see this happen? Did anyone sell? Did anyone else see this happen? And at the time, I was like. It's like an odd, like, it, it looked like a kind of a, like a happy accident. Like, she was like, he kind of almost dodged it in a way, and she, mm-hmm. like, was going for it. Yeah. But I was like, what a, what, what a bold strategy. I appreciate the move by her, but also... I, it's just, you know, it, it doesn't seem like she really cares if she has, like, a great relationship with these other girls. Mm. Like to me, I feel like this only solidifies more that she has credibility of like being here for quote unquote, the right reasons. Yeah. She's, she's in it. She thinks she found her guy. We come to find out that also the other girls think that it's over for him too. Like, yeah, they're like, Oh, well she told us like it was over. Like you've picked her. Which mm-hmm. I don't know how they would have gotten that idea unless she said, yeah, yeah, he's picked me. I'm sorry, but like, we're just going to go through the rest of the show, which again is, I believe, what Katie said on her season of Bachelorette to Greg, <laughs> like, hey, it's you. You just need to be cool because I have to keep filming this television show we're on mm-hmm. just stick around and don't quit that we're contractually obligated to be on right now. yeah but that's i mean uh, it's such an ask and i also think all and this goes back to something you talked about last week um or maybe it was two weeks ago these girls are beautiful right these girls aren't really getting rejected they aren't used to having to fight for attention things like that yeah it's it's usually 1000 percent the opposite way yeah they are the ones who are the joes they are the ones fighting off the the hundreds of guys coming at them and they get to do the choosing yeah so i can see that being like a mind fuck where your mind's like i have to double down on this Mm -hmm. to make sure it's like clear and, and, you know, state my territory and make sure everybody sees it. I don't know. It was an interesting move. And it was a fantastic move for watching the rest of this episode. Because this truly kicked off a spiral like none other. And while we're on that point, as they are leaving the theater after they watch the little recap. I saw that. Yep. Holding hands. They're holding hands. Yeah, I know. Coming out. Mm-hmm. And so this again is giving us as the viewers like reason to believe what these other girls are saying, especially when when Amanda is like, oh, I have to go talk to her. I'm sorry. We kissed like I like I don't want to like you said he was your guy. Oh, totally. Like one thousand percent. It's giving us reason to like understand why she would have done that or why this is being said. So it's so strange that this is happening because it, yeah. again, it only makes me believe that she did say, Hey, he said like, he's really into me and he wants to pursue mm-hmm. something with me and not really, he doesn't want to screw that up. So whatever. Yeah. If I saw that and I was on that show, I'd be like, all right, he's gone. It's, it's everybody for Steven now. Well, I'm, I'm saying this in the moment as I'm thinking about this, 
this is maybe now why she said, I think we figured it out, Mexi. An epiphany has just happened. Oh, hit me. This is why she said, no, I want you to go out with the, all the other girls. So when you do decide to pick me at the end, yeah. you know. Because he said, oh, it's you. And she's like, no, no, no. I want you to, to, do mm-hmm, all these, mm-hmm, to hang out with mm-hmm. all these other girls. I don't want to do it, but I want you to. And he's like, okay. Which, again, bad thing to do. But it's a reality dating show. He's got to be able to, like... Yeah, I mean, you just can't, you can't control it. It's not like a normal relationship where two, it's two people. There are so many people around you whose whole job it is, is to orchestrate issues. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fucked. There's nothing you could do here <laughs> to set yourself up for success right now. No, because you're right. You're absolutely right. Because if anybody on the production team heard this thing, they're like, okay, well time to sabo all of this exactly sabo away we're gonna like oh you heard that last week cool we're gonna edit into this some of the things that uh-huh. she said that we think might throw him off yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. i'm with you so you know we, that this whole situation is it's just interesting this is the first of many uh parts of the carol and, and kurt uh, slash dead mouse saga um, that we'll get into. But first we, we get into the movie theater and we find out that the movie is really just footage that they got from night one that they quickly edited together into like a, maybe I would guess eight minute video. Would you say that's a fair statement? I would say it's a completely fair statement. And <laughs> I, at first I was like, oh, they're just going to show them interviews. And then like all of the information raced to my head. I go, oh, they're fucked. They yeah. are so fucked. Yeah. This is going to be great. I was just screaming, expose them. Expose them all. <laughs> expose all of them and everything they said. Oh, fuck. Don't wait until the show comes out to expose them. Do it right now. Yeah, they did it right in front of their face. Oh, yeah. Oh, now you got like seven weeks left. You figure out how to turn this around. (laughs) And it's also just like we're giving you a teaser of all (laughs) the stuff we do have of you just so you know later in like four months when we when this starts airing how fucked you'll truly be. (laughs) This is just a taste. Because we know this thing was much longer than what we saw. It did not at all look like what was there. Oh, yeah. It was like raw video, and that's what like there was no way it looked exactly like that, guys. Yeah, it was just like uh uh scene one take two ready uh, marker. I could see I could see them (laughs) cutting it down to just being like the producer asking the question, the girl answering the question, cut and doing like three or four of the best answers for each of the girls. That that that's the extent of editing that went into that. Yeah, what they what they saw exactly. You know what I didn't notice until my second viewing? What? Martin was in the third row watching all of it, too. Oh, yeah. I wrote down Martin's face when Whitney said she was gassy. The man does not break character. He's incredible. And if you need to know what that looked like, did you miss it? Head over to our Instagram. It's up on our feed right now. Check it out. (laughs) Because I recorded it, and I thought it was lovely and entertaining, as Martin always is. It was fucking incredible. I can't wait for the moment 
the the skies open and he ends up on this podcast. I truly, Steven, I continue to uh, count stars. I have sacrificed a rat that I found already dead um, to the butler gods in order to try to get him onto the podcast. I will continue to do everything in my power to get the butter himself, Martin, onto our podcast. I just... The, the joy that will run through both of our bodies when that email comes through is just going to be, I can't even think about it because it'll get me too excited and I'll get sad. I'll move on because Martin continues to be the gift that keeps on giving mm-hmm. out of nowhere. After this movie premiere, we have a award show. Oh, so great. So, so I, 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 and the people that don't watch the show and just listen to the podcast, I am not, I'm not kidding. They finished the movie, walked out of the movie, and Martin's like, what's a movie without an award show? There will be two awards given, mm-hmm. one for best actress yeah. and one for best screenplay. Original screenplay. Yes. Best original screenplay. Yeah. The best original screenplay was quote unquote, the good one. It was for... You were supposed to vote for the girl that you felt was being the most honest, true form of herself. And that makes sense. That makes sense. Original screenplay. She's being original. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And best actress is supposed to be for the girl that all the other girls feel is being fake, isn't yeah. being honest or true. Just didn't look good, basically. Yeah. And, it, and they kind of based it off of the footage that they just saw in the um at the movie, yeah. quote unquote, whatever the fuck we want to call that, the clip show. Oh, yeah. The Americans Funniest Home Videos. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Saget. Yeah. The guys aren't voting, but this is all happening. This is all happening right in front of them, though. It was the best. There was like a like a Hawkeye view of the whole situation when they were voting and stuff and all the girls were talking. You just see Kurt and Steven standing in the very back of the room. Like leaning up against the bar while all of the girls are like talking with each other, like, who are you voting for? Oh my God, what are you going to do? Oh my God, I hope I don't get best actress. Oh my God. And like freaking out to each other. Those two are just sitting in the back, like, wow, this is crazy. Now there's an award show. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was such an amazing producing move at this point. And it somehow gets better. You're right. It does get better after they announce the winners. And the winners were Andrea, Andrea. Slash Drea, I guess we're going with now as well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Drea. We can go with Drea. Let's do Drea. We can go with Drea. We're officially uh, the artist formerly known as Andrea. Andrea (laughs) will now be known as Drea. So Drea gets the best actress, which again is like the bad one. And Whitney, uh, Miss Gassy, gets the best original screenplay. Yeah. Now... You know, we, I personally thought this was just a mean spirited situation that the producers have made to point out that all the girls thought that Drea was, uh, you know, faking and, and not being true to herself. But no, no, of course not. <laughs> you thought that was it? It was not. Let me tell you before Mixie unveils this, guys, unveils, un- whatever. <laughs> if you have decided to just listen to us shout out hotties and not watch this show. This moment that is happening right now, that's about to happen. Yeah. Was one of the moments that I have smiled most watching television. 
I want to stress that all this happened in like five minutes as well. Like they could have made this like a bachelor situation and stretched this out between three, you know, had Martin announce it, all the girls talk, then you come back from commercial, all the girls are voting, talking about who they're voting for, and then you come back from commercial and then it's the reveal. No, that's not what Joe Millionaire did. They gave us all of that juice in five minutes. Bam, 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 bam. And then on top of it all, Martin has the two women there with their trophies. Oh yeah, they got they got trophies, guys. <laughs> they they were they were handed trophies. Physical trophies. And then he gives them golden coins. Oh my god, I love it so much. They each get a gold coin. And he pulls it out and all of them go, whoa. <sighs> no idea what the fuck this coin does. <laughs> so apparently, and now we need to have a conversation about this because I rewound it twice and I'm still confused. Originally, the coin is given to both of the girls. Martin says that it can be used to get an hour of time at any point with uh, the men. He doesn't say one of the men. He says the men. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, he says, if somebody has a one-on-one -on -one date that you are jealous of, you could also use the coin to tag along on the date. Yes, you could. And it is the best idea I've ever heard on television. All of this came out of absolutely nowhere in a random ass awards show for this made up movie. <laughs> I, I can't explain the joy that this five minutes of television brought me. Oh, so good. From seeing the girls witness themselves talking about farting. One of the girls was talking about riding a cowboy. Just save a horse, ride a cowboy. Like it, it was just an absolute vision of television and then the gold coin out of nowhere it's just what a great idea and why what did we say last week each week i want you to just come up with new ideas every single week no connection to anything no <laughs> there's no formula it's it's almost like each week they send the producing team home and they just bring a new producing team in yeah. and go listen do what you want do whatever you want. Also, we have this case of like gold coin chocolate. So whatever you want to do with the gold coins, feel free. You want to tell Martin to give it to him? You can do that. Martin will listen. He's the king of budding. Oh, fucking hell. It was so amazing. But you can use it at any point in time to get some one-on-one -on -one time or like butt into a, uh, into a date. And I swear to God, if one of them doesn't do that, I will be thoroughly disappointed. Those two things don't seem equal to me, and that's what I wanted to talk about. Stealing an hour versus tag-teaming an entire date. Yeah, yeah. If anybody chooses the hour, I'm going to really question their decision-making skills. Well, I wonder if it's like, oh, they're going on a date? Cool, I want to redeem this, and I get an hour at the one-on-one -on -one date, which is probably how long they're really there anyway. If we think about it, like you think, no, I think like that bowling date was probably an hour. Bullshit. You think it was longer than an hour? I bet. I bet the time spent together is at least like four or five. Mm. I agree with you that they probably got about an hour of footage. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I can't wait to see what happens with these coins. 
I the, can't wait. The, the coins are going to come back out of nowhere, and I, I'm going to forget about it. And then one of them's going to, when he's going to whip it out, I'm going to be like, oh my God, there's a coin. I can't wait for Drea to just get so like frustrated with the situation that she just takes the coin out. Like, just she pulls it out of like her hair or something like that. And then she just like throws it at one of the girls and goes, mm, you think you're going to have your one on one? And she just like throws it in her eye and goes, no, gold coin. I like to think about the person that got up and went to the bathroom and came back and missed that entire segment. <laughs> You're and, right. then in like, and then in like three weeks, one of them's going to whip out a coin and they're going to be like, where the fuck did that coin come from? <laughs> this girl just brought a coin and all of a sudden it has currency here. <laughs> yeah. Is this a doge? What is this? I don't understand. Is this one of those Bitcoin things I hear about? Is that what this is? It must be a new crypto. It's the it's the butt coin. Oh, it's the butt coin. We need to start that right now, by the way. <laughs> uh, but our our our, our new um, kind of star of this episode, in a way, is Whitney. Whitney comes out of nowhere. We've seen her a little bit. Yeah, Whitney. It was good to it was good to meet Whitney. I really like Whitney. Whitney seems like a real fun hangout. I agree. Like, I want to do stuff with her, hang out with her. I don't feel like I'm going to be asked to, like, go hiking or do, like, complicated things. Uh I think it's just going to be, like, a cool hang. We're going to have some drinks, chill when I'm hanging out with Whitney. Yeah, Whitney's that friend that you just, like, you have have something to do and you call her. She's like, yeah, sure, I'll come. Whitney is, I think, a fun brunch hang. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that's a huge compliment. Whitney, if you come to L.A., brunch, let's do it. Let's do it. All, by the way, there's a lot of girls in New York now, right now, Mixie. I know. Come in. Like, text me. <laughs> they had a whole viewing, a whole ass viewing party this week. And I know, without me. Didn't see you there in the Instagram story, ladies. She's right <laughs> there. She's in the city. I will come. I will hang out. Big miss on your part. You think Whitney's a fun hang. You haven't met Mixie yet. <laughs> I can't knit, though, so I'm sorry, Suzanne. That's a good point. So, you know, after this random coin give out, literally nothing is said about it after that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stress it. Nothing. Nobody talks about it again. Never brought up the rest of the episode. I was waiting for it to be like the challenge where, like, at the bottom, it shows that they've collected a gold coin, like, right next to their name and their occupation. (laughs) It's like, one. Oh, that would have been funny. That would have been so funny. The guys start talking to the girls. Kurt pulls Whitney. It looks like they have a cute discussion. They go take some shots. There seems to be some issue there. Uh, Rachel is still being overserved. I'm not really going to get into all of that, to be honest with you. It's kind of boring. Can I ask you the last time you saw somebody taking a shot on The Bachelor? Yeah, never. I mean, these girls all eat. Mickey Mouse would not allow that. Mickey Mouse would not allow girls taking shots on his air. No, sir. You can, like, see the bartender that's there. Yeah. I love it. It gives some realness to it. Well, I also thought, is the idea, because she said, is there champagne? So is the idea you either have champagne, which is such a rich person move, or you can only take shots, which is apparently like a poor person move. (laughs) You know, I'm not sure if there's a rich and poor menu. I'm sure there... (laughs) I guarantee that they thought that through. They thought through the coins so well. I'm sure that they had a menu like that. (laughs) But the thing that they also did not think through, Mm. again, all of the times that you see these guys talking with these girls, they're like standing in a hallway 
at one point, Kurt and Carolyn are having like a pretty serious conversation about what Kurt's going to do moving forward and stuff. And we'll get into it. But he's leaning against a wall in a hallway. Like, I'm not saying that I want this show to take stuff for the basher because truly I do think that this is a better show. I think it has moved into the territory that it's a better show, 100%. Yeah. However, for the well-being of these uh, men and women, (laughs) just, like, put two chairs down somewhere. (laughs) Like, they're half-leaning on bar stools because they don't want to sit down because it's a high top and it's like a weird angle so they're not sitting but they're not standing and then they're in the hallway and then they're like back on the red carpet after all the paparazzi left it was just like just give them a place to sit and have a conversation please yeah it's like i've been standing for like four hours guys can i sit (laughs) down these shoes are killing me i don't wear shoes like this these poor girls I felt bad for him. They're standing all the time, too, around these tiny tables. There's nothing to do. Yeah. It. I will say this, however. It does make it feel a lot more realistic about these conversations being uh-huh. held. It makes you go, this is a conversation I've had. I had a conversation just like that outside where everybody was having fun, drinking, and I was around the corner leaning on a wall. That is true. That's on Batch, they go into these like beautifully art-decorated rooms, fully lit. And I'm just like, how awkward is that for them to talk in these like uh-huh. perfectly lit rooms? That's so true. And if you guys have seen like like a show like Bachelor, when they go behind the scenes, the amount of lights in this space. Insane. It's got to be hot as fuck. Ridiculous. It feels like a fake environment. So I, I like this, but I get your point of just like, can we can they sit down on like a like a park bench or something like that? Yeah, I I'd like something. even if they're fold out chairs. Honestly, I think that'd even be funnier. <laughs> yeah, they go get two fold out chairs. And they yeah. have to, like one of them has like water because it rained earlier, and they're like, just you got a towel to dry this chair off. And they're just like in the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then the chair breaks because it's old. Just give these ladies a seat. I feel bad for them. Yeah, please, Fox, and thank you. Please. And then we cut to Kurt had a breakdown. <sighs> He did. Kurt's not made for this. He's he's not made for it. But I I he's doing a great job. I loved it, and I felt bad for him at the same time. Are those? I did too. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, I think like two weeks ago, I would just laugh this entire thing off. Uh-huh. Now I'm like, I get it because again, I think he said something to Carolyn, and now he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I yep. just. I'm it, like Amanda came over. I like her. She's mm-hmm. vibing. She's got a great energy. I kiss her. And she literally says, Mixie, she literally says she's, she's walking away. Let's keep this on the down low. What yeah. is the first thing she does, Mixie? She, I know. She <laughs> goes to talk to Carolyn to tell her that she made out with him. It's so strange because like half of me is like, you know, good for her for being honest with her friend and just telling her what's going on. And then the other half of me is like, what are you doing? This is the show. This is what you're like. This is you're supposed to be dating these people like you don't need to be informing each other of all this stuff. You're fucking yourself over it. This is weird. It's not Temptation Island. Yeah. Like, why did you say anything? It would have been fine. Oh, I would have lose a friend over it. Yeah, but this is. This is what the show is. And mm-hmm. I swear to God, I don't want this version of the show 
for the next however many odd weeks there are. Yeah. I don't want it to where it's like nobody can touch Steven because Carolyn staked a claim on him. Kurt, yeah. Yeah, or Kirk, sorry. Where nobody can do that because that's not a fun show and that's not what the idea of this show is at this point. Mm-hmm. And But that's going to be the hard part as the show goes on longer is like the cross-pollination of the people where it's going to be like he's got his girls and he's got his girls. But like, I don't want to see this. This makes it far too boring. Yeah. Like, just have your kiss and move on. Like, it's is like he not he's not allowed to do anything anymore. I don't know. Obviously, there's stuff we don't know. But shit, come on. I was I I really dislike that. Yeah, I was in episode two. No more of that. I just want everybody making out. Yeah, I really I agree with you. It, it's it's. And, and Carolyn's putting him in a tough spot. But again, I see it from her point of view. She's a kid. She, you know, she's taking this seriously. She wants to just be solidified and that's it. But she's also on the show. So uh, there, it's a weird gray area. But I agree with you. If we if we keep having to walk on eggshells with girls and, and Kurt, it's going to be a problem. And, and you could tell that production is seeing that it's a problem yeah. because of the boat party that yeah. happens the next day. 1,000%, which is a great move by them. It's like, let's separate them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that this can grow more. Let's keep yeah. her isolated because she's not going to see what's happening and she's obviously not going to like that. But like, I I feel like we're missing information here. To like, I agree. That's the problem. I think there was really that conversation where he's like, yeah, I want to... Like, I don't care about only this other woman, which leads us to more information about Sarah Rose. And she's like, I thought uh-huh. you had picked her. Why do I want to be here? You want me to still yeah. be here? Why do I want to be here? I don't like the other guy. I liked you. And you're clearly spoken for. Why am I here? Yeah. Makes no sense. Well, before we get to the boat party, we do have to talk about what happens at the end of the movie premiere party. Oh. Because... Holy shit. So as I've mentioned throughout this uh, recap, Rachel has been drinking. And for those of you that remember episode 1.5, you know that Rachel got a little too drunk at the cotillion and uh, caused some issues. Well, she's two for two. She does it again at the premiere. She gets way too drunk. Out of nowhere, she's, like, very upset and starts packing her things. And um, Katie, God love her, keeps trying to tell her, you know, hey, you're drunk, go to bed, you know, make a decision in the morning. You don't need to make a decision right now. Rachel's like, no, I'm done. I'm out of here. And she packed her bags and she was gone. And that was it. I think you undersold that a bit, Mixie. Honestly, Stephen, I was laughing until it got to a point where I was like, this is hard to watch. This is a full grown woman unable to control herself like this. It for all of our friends listening from the challenge, it was like um, it was like an Ashley millionaire Mitchell breakdown, (laughs) just screaming at people. There's somebody trying to talk her off the ledge. She's not having it. They were all trying to help her. This has been kind of a pattern with her. And I learned Steve's number not to be a part of this. You are not experience. sober tonight. You are not sober. Don't so me. You are not sober tonight. You're acting a fool right now. I am laying in my bed, minding my own business. Every time you get drunk, you're acting like it's 
too much, babe. I'm not drunk. Guys, I want to go home. I have never seen a human being, let alone a grown woman, act like that. And I'm trying no, no, to be no, your no. friend. No, I'm and I'm telling you, you should go to bed. Stop talking to me. This is, this is nothing you're doing with you, Katie. Me and Brianna literally were hiding under my covers. Like, I'm embarrassed for her. I literally did not drink on purpose. Send me home. Put me in a hotel and nine. I'm up. Stay here. If she can't hold her alcohol, if this isn't your thing, feel free to leave. There's the door. Done with this. It's just ridiculous. Unreal. Annie is like hiding under the bed. She's literally laying on the bed with like the blanket up to her eyeballs. Yeah. Motionless. <laughs> Trying to hide. As if there's a wild animal in the room. <laughs> and she's like, if I spook the animal, the animal might come and gore me. So I can't move. She's just like moving her eyes. And then when 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 Rachel like comes back into the room so where like she could make eye contact with Annie, Annie just like looked down as if she was looking at the bottom of the blanket, like, don't look over here, don't look over here. Nothing over here. Nothing over here. There's not a lot of live person over here. There's there's definitely not a live person over here. Yeah. No, no, don't look. And then she'd walk away and she'd look back. She looked terrified terrified yeah she in her itm she was like she said something like there's the door and i heard that immediately in my brain it was that tiktok sound there's the door bitch you can pack your things and leave there's the door there's the door bitch <laughs> and that was it that was the end of rachel and it was so funny to me how it got brought up to the guys oh the guys come over the following morning. They have no idea. Is this everyone? There's only 13 now. Rachel. Oh, so we have some, some news, I guess, huh? She unraveled last night, some yelling, like security. Oh, wow. They sit down and say that some of the girls are going on a boat trip. I didn't really fully understand it. I had to watch it twice, too, yeah. Did some of the girls go on the boat trip and some of them did the barbecue? All of them did the barbecue and some of them yes. did the boat? You got that right. It, the boat the boat ride was for people that, quote, based off what we learned yesterday, end quote, they wanted yeah. to, like, talk to them more. So it was basically the people they had questions with or, okay. you know, so I think our, our boat ride was Drea, our boat ride had... Amanda, Sarah Rose, CJ, I think. Kala is apparently what it is. Kala. Yeah, but we're still going with CJ. Okay. <laughs> I think one or two other girls were on there who didn't get like a lot of <clears throat> screen time on there. But it was basically like, hey, let's let's have like five of you and not be like fourteen on one because they were mm -hmm. those poor guys at that awards thing. I can see why Kurt had a break because they all the girls kept coming over. Hey, can I take you for a minute? Hey, can I steal you for a minute? It was insane. Let's go talk over here. And he like, poor, you could see Kurt was like not ready for this, especially after what happened last no, episode. Yeah. And he's, he just, I mean, he said, I'm ready to fucking quit. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. No, I, I feel bad for him. So mm -hmm. they had to have this boat trip and it was mainly him talking to the other girls about, What's going on? He had a one-on-one -on -one time with Sarah Rose, and she said, "What was her thing?" She was basically like, "Hey, like, um, 
if you're done, if you're like sold on her, then I'm going to leave. Yeah. There's no reason for me to be here. There's no reason to waste anybody else's time. And he's like, no, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay. And she's like, we'll say please. And he's like, he laughed and he's <laughs> like, ha ha, ha 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 ha. Cause she's like, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. Which is what we said a few weeks ago. Still don't know what was in that letter. Mixie, don't get me started on this fucking note. Spoiler alert, Sarah Rose leaves everybody because of something that you'll hear in a little bit, okay? And it's a gr- it's great. It's great. She leaves the show, and we had two episodes about this motherfucking note. <laughs> what was on the note? We don't get to see what was on the note. I will make it my life mission to find that out, Steven. Was there anything on the note? I don't think there was anything on the note. It was just a dick. It was She, she just did a drawing of a dick. And then it was like her name next to it. <laughs> With like a heart? Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I think we were really close last week when it said, you're hot, I'm hot, let's fuck. I still stand by that. I mean, that's basically what happens at the end of this episode. Anyway, <laughs> we will get to the bottom of this. We will find. I swear to God, we will find out what's on that note come hell or high water. Oh, we're getting to the bottom of it. We will get to the bottom of it or this show will not be called the right reality anymore. I will not stand for this type of, of bullshittery. I also I wanted to I wanted to also just include this incredible quote from Kurt. I do think you're a sweetheart girl. I do think you're a sweetheart girl. Is that a type of girl? Like a Yes, so that is a girl that is made out of those like, you know those conversation hearts that you get around Valentine's Day? She's she's made out of that. The B minds? Yes, uh-huh. And the call me maybes. Oh, those are terrible. <laughs> you don't like them? No. I like the like sweet tarts. Do you remember sweet tarts? Uh sweet tarts hit. Sweet tarts and smarties, like the little tiny chalk guys. The little yes. tiny ones that came in the clear one. Yeah. But I so definitely good. don't like the the chalk hearts. They taste like absolute nothing. I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. Well, I'm not, but you can be wrong. Well, sure. Ah, sure, okay, you're wrong. That's that's okay. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I mean, we can, if you guys want to send us a Valentine's Day, we'll we'll make a PO box. You can send us Valentine's, whatever. Yes. No big deal. Well, Stephen, I I I need to ask you an important candy question. Okay. Have you had the big nerds? I don't think so. Uh done i know what i'm getting you for valentine's day they're huge nerds they're like the size of like a, a, a like a dime and it's a single nerd what they're so good I, they're I'm, giant nerds i'm googling this right now i think they're called big nerds they they come in sour and regular i loved me a box of purple nerds absolutely nothing hits like nerds oh the grape nerds Grape nerds. I'm getting you a bag. Airheads was up there on my list. What was it? The uh, the, the the sour straw things, the green apple straws. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever those were. That, uh-huh. uh, you were right. They're sour straws. I'm looking at these photos now, and I, I don't know how I can order these like you ordered your, your Krispy Kremes. But you just got to order Krispy Kreme. I really hope the Krispy Kremes arrive as we're potting. Let's see. We might make it. Who knows? We might finish before. They haven't been picked up yet, but they're pretty close. Um, I'll keep you guys posted on my <laughs> Krispy Kreme delivery. Thank you very much. Yeah. But the boat date, he was talking to a bunch of 
a bunch of the ladies about like getting to know them a little bit more, uh-huh. finding out more information. He's really like he's talking to Amanda a lot. I think he said something like, um, "She's really fun to hang out with." Yeah, Kurt's just unable to handle multiple women at one time, and that's just very clear. But that's a good sign about him. It is. It would be a red flag if he was just like, "Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you." He's like, um, what's the the Elm Elm something guy? Elmer Fudd. No, he's the the guy who's getting destroyed on TikTok right now. Elm. West, Elmer's glue. West West Elm West Elm. Caleb West Elm, something like that. You're not on the TikTok. You don't know these things. No. West Elm Caleb, I think it is. Mm, who apparently yes. is like definitely. Caleb, I'm I'm searching right now. West Elm, Caleb. The ladies in New York are screaming at me right now, going, <laughs> "It's West Elm, Caleb! You fucking idiot!" This guy's such a boomer. And you know what? For that, for that. For you, screaming at me, going, it's West Elm Caleb, it's West Elm Caleb, you dumb piece of shit. Two minutes. Two minutes. Here we go. Your two-minute workout boost. It came out of nowhere. You aren't ready. I know you aren't. Here we go. And go. Two minutes. You guys got to run off the Krispy Kreme I'm about to eat. Woo! Think about it. Think about it (laughs) right in the middle of your head and think, I'm going to work out. I'm going to burn off three Krispy Kreme donuts right now. You fucking go hard. You go hard right now. Hardly you ever got hard. Yes. And then you get yourself some Krispy Kreme because you deserve it. Yes. Let's go. 140 left. Keep pushing. So we get back from the boat date. Um, and Suzanne is... She's, she's done knitting and is now... <laughs> bragging about her turkey burgers dude suzanne and her one-liners man i love that. i like it i like it a lot i really like her she is she is a very strong uh competitor on the show i like it between the knitting and the cooking was she the one who said she was going to make some sort of like special dish or something like that i can't remember i mean i i would hope so it was great out there just everybody grilling this is again what is so much better on this show than yep. its competition is the ability for them to have normal shit going down mm-hmm. where they can actually hang out and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And they're all making burgers yeah. together and she made her special turkey burger. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree. Yeah, that's that's the best part for me is seeing these types of things because I was like, oh, I get it. Like, they actually know each other. And by mm-hmm. the way, you have 30 seconds left. Keep going. Get after it and while we get after it we will talk about annie and steven super cute together that dress hello gorgeous i know and annie calls out steven for something that uh, we we really need to break break down (laughs) we're gonna break it down but you gotta finish here we go we're gonna finish the breakdown in five get it four get it three let's go two one and you're done well done congratulations way to push through get a little bit of water steven's been spoon-fed since he was 11 or he was spoon-fed until he was 11. unbelievable this made it to tmz today did it really it did (laughs) as it should and then in a move unparalleled in reality television history steven with a V. Basically became Steven with a PH. Oh, yeah? 
and took a photo sitting on his mom's lap today while his mom fed him <laughs> and said, yeah, so what? Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, suck my dick, bro. She feeds me in my helicopter fan. It was fantastic. It was an absolute boss move that he did. And I was like, oh, just just go for it, King. Just go for it. Good for him. What a power move. Honestly, good for him. I was I'm very happy to 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 see to see it happen. I I I was dying when he said that that he like and he just openly accepted it too, you know? I I uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He was like, "Yeah, till I was 11, but it was only like before school." And I'm like, "Okay, but still uh, <laughs> How did this sneak out too? Like how did who heard about this? Yeah, I I don't yeah. It, it it she said it was a rumor. Hello again, Joe Millionaire executive producers and producers. Which one of you told her about it? Which one of you told her about it? Cuz that's not something he's probably telling these girls he wants to marry and or date. Yeah. What one of you told him? And by the way, I'm not mad at it. I just want to know who to send it like who to send a card to to thank you for your service cuz that was a big time move. I, I agree. It was phenomenal. In in his Instagram post today where he posted the photo of him sitting on his mom's lap, right? I need to pull this up. He's got the, the clip where Annie's like, I heard something about it. And he's like, huh? He does say, because Annie commented, um, someone had to hit the hard, someone had to ask the hard hitting questions. You do you. He responded, it was an interrogation while I was hammered from the boat day. <laughs> Because his comment in his other thing was, uh, in the photo they used on TMZ, I don't even know if my eyes are open. I mean, that is true. He does look blitzed. This is another thing. They are letting, like, the leads drink as well on this show. I, I do really like it. Like, there's no... And it's giving us it's giving us great bits like this whole Rachel situation, you know? I don't think that would have happened if there was a cap. Thousand percent correct. You're a thousand percent correct. No cap. No cap. Yeah, no cap. We know what that means. We we told you about it a few weeks ago. The other thing I think it does is it helps these guys kind of be themselves, mm -hmm. which is, I think, an issue that we have had in the previous years on Bachelor yeah. is like, look at, we talked about this earlier today offline, looking at Matt James, who he is like on Instagram and like the real Matt mm -hmm. James versus the version of him that we saw in Bachelor. Two completely different people. Wildly different. That's because the way that they've built the show to handle the leads. Totally. But like Steven and Kirk, I feel like we're seeing exactly who these two guys are. I more and more am liking them. Yes. Every episode, I get, I learn more about them. Like, I love that we're seeing these little stupid, quirky things about each of them. That's what that's what we want. I Just the two of them working out shirtless. Justin fucking loves. <laughs> yeah right our boy justin mr pop that shirt off get that torso yeah you can't work out with the shirt on you gotta pop no. it off everybody come on absolutely simple workout rules 101 working out pop the shirt off gotta be done speaking of men i want to see shirts off of <sighs> let's get into the last part of this oh, uh jesus christ this this again incredible show Sarah Rose. Now, when we last talked about Sarah Rose, she was talking to Kurt. She was, you know, saying to Kurt, she really wants him to, you know, give her some sort of reason to be there. And he's like, I want you here. 
she's not dumb. She could see that there's clearly, um, you know, uh, Kurt clearly has these other connections that are stronger than what she has. She's not into Steven. She's made that clear from day one. Now, I think Sarah did probably come on this show to try to find somebody. These just weren't her cups of tea, which is nothing against them or her. It's just how the world works. But she did find a nice little cup of tea in the quote-unquote assistant director, mm-hmm. Winston. Well, Winston. So for those, again, for those of you not watching, basically they all of the girls were out by the pool enjoying their day. And Sarah's talking about how hot the assistant director is. She wants to... No, 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 no. Let's, let's not blow over a very important moment of this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. She goes, you know who's really hot? And then, as if she's learned from our boy Kurt... I know. That she's miked. ...how to not be on fucking reality television, she turns her head to the side... Puts one hand up next to her mouth. Doesn't even cover it. Turns to the other girls and goes, Winston. Meanwhile, there's a camera looking (laughs) directly into her face and a microphone strapped to her. Sarah Rose. At her side. Clear. Even if the audio didn't clearly pick it up from the mic that's attached to her shirt. I could have clearly spelled it out with her mouth moving. But it was incredible. And, And might I say... Great eye, Sarah Rose. Winston, I also would have a wandering eye for. <laughs> now, Stephen and I did some digging into Winston because as soon as I saw him, my first thought was, this guy's a fucking model. There's no way. Fake plant. We thought 1,000%. This guy, Winston, because I paused it. I paused it. Mm-hmm. Our boy Winston had a name badge on him. <laughs> Yeah. You guys want to take a stab at what his last name was? Just anybody. Anybody right now, just yell out loud while you're driving or working out. Look like an idiot. Just yell, what would Winston's last name be? (laughs) And if one of you said Churchill, you got it fucking right. His name is Winston fucking Churchill. Congratulations. Winston Churchill. And I'm like, this guy's a, no way this guy's real. Steven and I were convinced there was no way he was real. However, we were, you know, talking prior to the pod and um, he was like, you know, I should have checked the credits at the end of the show. So I went back and I found they did credit the Winston Churchill of Joe Millionaire fame, not the other one. No. Um, he they say he is a lead stage manager. I no idea what that means on a reality show. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and so, obviously, I'm suspicious. I'm like, yeah. they actually put him in the fucking credits to sell mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go because Sarah Rose was, as I've already spoiled for you, sent home from this show. Yes. I went to Sarah Rose's profile. Oh, she's only following 435, 434 people. I'm going to type in Winston. Oh, look, there's Winston fucking Churchill. <laughs> Which just solidifies to me that she got what she wanted. I hope she did. His thing says, not the old guy. <laughs> ha, Winston. <laughs> Hilarious, sir. 
Winston got the looks and the jokes. Oh, you mean the old dead guy doesn't have a fucking Instagram? <laughs> DGA stage manager, Malibu slash San Diego State alumni. Yeah, he seems young to be working on a mm-hmm. high profile reality show like this. I don't know. Question marks around uh, Winston Churchill. And maybe maybe one day we'll be able to ask those questions that we have to somebody that would know. I Listen, who knows? But there might be a programming alert coming later. So don't you fucking turn away yet. Ooh. Don't you well, turn away yet. Sarah Rose is having this conversation and what she thinks is secret, even though, as Stephen pointed out, there are about eight cameras surrounding her and she's mic'd. Yep. And she's on a reality show where producers are constantly ear to the ground trying to find drama they have enter martin from the balcony above where they have him kind of almost spying on uh sarah rose now who knows when at what point this was shot and if it was actually at the same time no (laughs) who knows did you say who knows if this was shot? i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt here steven (laughs) Oh, God. Be our friends, Fox. So Martin, quote unquote, overhears this. And boy, does he get a pep in his step. Ooh, he was, he was, uh, he was tiffed. He was tiffed to say the least. And he goes and tattles on Sarah Rose to Deadmau5 and Steven. Which is the correct move by Martin the Butler. Well, obviously. For all of you saying he shouldn't have said anything, they should have kept her. No, 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 no. I mean, I wish they did, but he he did the right thing. Unless we figured out what the note was, I could give two shits at this point. Like, because I was just like, like, what's going to happen? I thought they were going to give her a stern warning. Oh, come on. I'd be like, listen, we don't want this to happen. Because again, we've seen this on the, uh, we've seen this on bats where they just keep keep that situation around for no reason because they think it's going to be like something interesting but for sure like this was the right move by martin right move by martin well so martin's martin says that he he knows that someone is not here for the right Mm -hmm. reasons and then he says that sarah rose has shall we say the hots Mm. (laughs) for a gentleman that works on the crew and then they have like a quick flashback to something that happened 30 seconds ago, <laughs> which I really appreciate. They did it like twice. They're like, remember when we showed you a few seconds of her talking to the other girls? And she said, here's I'm quoting now. I want him. This is what she said. It's on screen. We're going to have actually this is the time to announce. We're going to have our very own first caption contest on Instagram. Ooh, on the exciting. right on the right realities page we're gonna post this freeze frame of Sarah and we need you to fill in the blank because she says I want him comma like I want to blank out of him yes what was that blank that was also <laughs> I think I know what the blank is but we're gonna Give have one word I know it's one I know that they've blanked one word. I'm 98% sure there should be two blanks. Right? Okay, or three blanks. There, yeah. To blank the blank Yeah. is what I think it should be. 
on the yeah to blank the blank out of him like i want to blank the blank out of him that is yeah. what i think she said yeah but yeah. in the spirit of joe millionaire we will take it at face value okay we will see what type of words people can come up with. You know, you can fill in any amount of words that you would like. You could put in 20 words. You could write some sonnets in the middle of it if you'd like. But we want to see what you guys come up with. So head to the Instagram at the right reality. Check out the post. Like it. Put your comment in there. Our favorite one we will read next week on the show. So get creative. That's what your uh, task is next week, everybody. You know who else understood the task was Fox. Last week. Steven and I discussed the, um, and I mean this as nicely as possible, Mm -hmm. chaotic natures Mm -hmm. of eliminations Mm -hmm. on this show. They come out of nowhere. Yep. Um, There's no rhyme or reason to them. There's no uh, system to them. Absolutely none of them have matched in any way. And Steven gave the challenge to do that for every single elimination you are correct Nixie. i said let's just come up with something different for every single one yeah and as a matter of fact let me just refresh your memory on what i said last week on this very podcast and then we will explain um where all this happened here we go ready here it goes every week i just need you guys i'm begging you to do the elimination differently make them all be in a pool one week and then there's people just there with towels and they just like chauffeur them inside if they're okay and the last one has to just go from the hot tub to the pool you have to just jump in the pool and get extremely cold really quickly and that's how you're eliminated from joe millionaire it seems to me as though it was a uh pool hmm. party of sorts you don't say i i would say that maybe it was a pool party you of sorts. Don't say. And if you would say that that could possibly be the case, then we could also state that this was a completely different elimination setup than any of the ones previously. Three for three. Three for three. (laughs) And Martin comes and grabs Sarah and pulls her from the group. And that's it. Sarah is brought into the room. Uh, Kurt. Is which only one of them talked? Was it Steven that talked? Only one of them talked. Yeah, I don't think Kurt can do that stuff. I th- I was shocked it wasn't Martin. I was also shocked it wasn't Martin. Very happy that Steven was able to find his voice. They probably had to take Martin out of the room because he was so upset and angry. They're like, he's like, hold <laughs> yeah. me back. Hold, hold, I got to do it with the accent. Hold on. <clears throat> hold me back. Hold me back before I come at the Sarah Rose. Hold me back, gentlemen. Put me in another room. Give me some English tea to calm my nerves. Uh, my favorite part of all of this was Steven, Steven went on this whole rant about, like, you know, what they found out. They're disappointed. They're sad. And they want her to go. They cut to Sarah Rose. She's sitting on the couch. She's looking at them. And she just goes, Okay. 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 And that was it. That was the end of it. She gets up. She leaves. All she goes she to pack said, her stuff. She's out. Bye. See you later. All she said was okay. Okay. It was incredible. I think the the problem with it was like we just can't have this. Like Stephen said. Oh no, Kurt said in the thing. He's he was like very specific in in a way that. Again, like you wouldn't usually see on another dating show, they'd make it kind of like, well, I appreciate the fact that she sacrificed some time to come here. It just wasn't a match. She was like, oh, it's very clear that she was just here for followers. 
I'm frustrated that Sarah even came here. It just reaffirms to me that she's here for clout. She's here to push her Instagram and not here to find love. And I was like, wow, they just put that in there. I'm sure this is said all the time on these other dating shows, but never makes the edit. I thought the same thing. Yeah, he's, he called her out for being there for clout. I don't know if I agree with it, though. Is that maybe a little part of it? Perhaps. But yeah, I don't think you do all this just for that, especially when you mm -hmm. like they didn't know what this show was. Who knows, like how popular this show would have been? Yeah, they had no idea what it was going to be on. There are so many variables of it. I don't think that they could state that. And also she knew that Steven wasn't her type and Kurt was already basically taken by one or two girls and had his mind kind of made up at that situation. So she went to the next guy that she could find. If that doesn't say right reasons to you, that, to me, that makes the most sense. That's somebody that's trying to find somebody. Well, she, she did say, like, well, plan A, plan B. Like, if, yeah. I, if I leave, like, I'm going to try to get his number. I mean, obviously, she got his at. I hope to God they hooked up. I, I will get to the bottom of that. Now, Mixie, I asked you, how could we possibly get to the bottom of that and to into what was in the note? Well, Stephen, you know, I think we would have to talk to someone that wrote the note. I mean, do we have access to somebody who wrote the note? Is this your way of telling me, Mixie, that coming early next week, our first exit interview of the right reality Joe Millionaire will be with the one and only the Sarah Rose? Yes, sir. Hey, Lord, let's go. Sarah Rose is going to come on to the podcast. We're going to talk to her about everything and anything. We have all of the questions for her specifically. I will get to the bottom of what happened with that note. Hopefully she slept with Mr. Churchill. Yeah. And she was satisfied. Maybe they're together. Wouldn't that be something? What a love story would that would be. Woo! We're going to get to the bottom of it. And you'll be hearing it early next week. So keep an ear, ear out. Yeah, that's what you do. You keep an ear out. Keep an ear out for yeah. our uh, for our bonus episode. And we're hoping to do a lot of these in the future. So um, in order for us to do that, we need to see a bunch of support. So all of the love from, from you guys would help as much as possible. And this is why we said last week, like, the reviews help. I mean, yes. we've been talking about getting people on for a couple weeks. Um, it has now been a thing. Um, Fox is in our camp now, it sounds like, and they're allowing this interview to happen. We made friends, maybe. <laughs> we make friends, and maybe we can be nice with them, and, you know, maybe, maybe get a screener. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see, but lots of exciting stuff coming, and this is just the beginning. And what we, what we would like is for the engagement to continue. We will talk about the engagement you had last week with us in just a few minutes, the reviews yes. we will read, so stick with us to that. Also, if you are a new hottie, we're getting to your names here in just a minute. But again, this is happening because of you guys. Thank you. I don't want to get sentimental here. But this is only happens because of the love we've gotten on Instagram, the love we get on Twitter, the reviews we post, the fact that you listen to the episodes and download. Absolutely. If you listen, thank you. If you download, big hugs. The downloads make a big difference. I know you hear that from a lot of other podcasts, but it is that way for a reason. And it does help us as a 
as a small podcast owned by ourselves and not with a giant company <clears throat> like Spotify or yep. iHeart or any of the big media companies, this is the only way that we get to do cool things like this is through support with you guys and actually listening to the episodes and keeping us high in the ranks. So mm-hmm. again, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All, and, and a bigger shout out to all the hotties that are listening to this that are not watching the show. Yes. Like you just wanted to keep listening to us, like go off the deep ends and have conspiracy corners and <laughs> stuff like that uh, and not watch the show. So sweet. And then the people who are like, hell, I'll watch the show. I want to follow along with you. Extra special shout out to you guys. So we love our, our our original hottie crew from the challenge who's now come over to Joe Millionaire and all the Joe Millionaire stuff. And also specifically, I want to shout out to all the ladies who have been so kind to us and messaging us and liking our Incredible. stuff on, on Instagram and Twitter and the DMs. We really appreciate you guys. We love watching the show. We're having so much fun. It's, see, I like every time this happens, I just think about our conversation like, should we do Joe Millionaire? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And let's be number one. And here we are. I'm so glad we did it. I'm so glad. The number one Joe Millionaire podcast. Let's get to some air reviews air. and some hotties. Oh, there's another air horn. And yes, let's get into some hotties. We got a ton of new hotties this week. Um, for those of you that are new or not, I would like to preface every time before <laughs> I read off the hotties that I apologize for butchering your names. And I am doing this with all the love and respect in the world. So with that being said, let's get into it. We're going to speed run. Ready? Here we go. My, my donuts are almost here. Oh, my God. We have Amber. Sh- oh, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so confident you were just a few seconds ago. Amber Shriver. I, I think that's it. I think you got that one. Yeah. Thank you. Next on the list, we have a three name. We love a three name. Triple name. Sherry Hancock Tashman from Florida. Hey! Florida. Shout out. Humidityville. Shout out. Okay. Thank you for the engagement. We also have uh, Deanna Newhouse, which who uh, I appreciate, Deanna. You specified the PH in Stevens name. Thank you. And that is very important. I really like that. That was a great move to, by you, and I appreciate that. I thank you for that engagement. Thank you for the engagement. We also have, from Fort Worth, Texas, Shelly Brassell. Brassell? Mm, I don't think that was it. Braz- Come to Brazil. What is it? No, definitely not that. <laughs> definitely not that. What is it? It's not Brazil. Listen, it's but not it, my job to figure these out. It's, it's, fuck. Okay. Well, thank you, Shelly. I apologize. We, as as per usual, we're going to post our welcome message and you let us know whether we got the name right on the pod. So be yeah. sure you, you respond to that. Next up. Our next up, we have Mackenzie Edwards. Woo! Now, Mackenzie, you might want to hold that woo there, Stephen. She, when asked who the name of the hosts of The Right Reality oh, are, no. she said Stephen with a V. She wrote out Stephen with a V. And Mixie. Thanks for spelling my name right, girl. Mackenzie yes, Edwards. Mackenzie. I gotta thank you so much. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. That better go on your... Mackenzie? That better go on your fucking drinking game. Mackenzie. How dare you? How dare you? Mackenzie, come on. Add it to the drinking game, Mackenzie. 
How dare you? <laughs> Next up, we have Katie Anderson. Hey! Thank you for the easy name and the engagement. And last but not least... Ugh, love an easy name. And of course, the last one can't be... Nope. Okay. I'm sorry. From Dayton, Ohio. Woohoo, Ohio. We have Tamus Browneller. Holy shit. I think it... There's no way I got that right, but I appreciate you thinking I did. Thank you, hotties. Hotties, hotties, hotties. And now I pass the mic over to Steven because we got some good reviews in this week and I am ready to be showered. I've brought my umbrella. I have my shower cap. Hit me. You're almost like the, uh, yo, oh, okay. Hit me. Uh (laughs) Uh, our first review comes from KS30KS. Nice. I like the name. And it, and it says, number one Joel Millionaire podcast. Woo! Woo! And it says, this has got to be the number one Joel Millionaire podcast. You're fucking right, KS30KS. You came to the right place. They can't be, they can't be second best because that doesn't even exist. No, no, sir. Yeah, because two doesn't exist, KS30KS. It doesn't. It doesn't. It continues, enjoyable and humorous. Listen three weeks in a row for all three episodes and we'll continue. Woo MF who. Let's go. I love it. Thank you so much for the engagement. The All of the engagement we, we really appreciate. Uh, we have another one from Penny Cloud. Hi, Penny Cloud. Ooh, Penny. Let me just say, I felt a whole lot like lighter and airier when I read that name. It was like a, a, a burst of energy. A penny for your review, ma'am. Mm, it says, I will try to do this in my like calmest, nicest, oh, wow. airy voice. From Penny Cloud, new listener. You guys are hilarious. Aww. I love the Joe Millionaire recaps. Thank you, Penny Cloud. Thank you, Penny. We appreciate that. Thanks so much for the engagement. This is great. We have another one here from uh, LJS. God, I just these letters are are literally just jumbled letters. The Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> oh God! I gotta like not look at the other words in this because it's throwing uh-huh. me off. It's tough. LJS G. KQ. I'm not saying that one again. Um, thank you. And it says number one Joe Millionaire podcast. Five stars. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Easily the best Joe Millionaire podcast out there. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. I mean, it's true. So you're not lying. Yeah. I seriously laughed the entire episode. They are so funny. Well, you're fucking right. We are. I think so, too. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, this one comes from our good friend. We're just going to use uh, this person's screen name, so we're not calling them out specifically. Slayers NB. Good to see you again in the comments. It says, whoa, five stars. This is the number one Joe Millionaire podcast. It's amazing. You know it is. Oh, you're right. Oh, it's so good. You're completely right. This one comes from Katie Rose and. Oh, my God. All this engagement. And this is titled the number one job at podcast. 
And it says, I've been looking for a Joe Millionaire recap podcast, and this is the best. Oh. Where, where's the lie? Show me the lie in that. I, I'm digging. I'm digging real deep, and I can't find one. Can't find it. You can't might, find you it. You need, might need to call Kirk's Construction Company to dig further <laughs> for you. You're not going to find it. Uh, dead Mouse? Uh, dead Mouse. Yeah. That's his money laundering op- <laughs> operation. Yeah. <laughs> this one comes from Barkley Yummy. Yummy, yummy. I think it's it's got to be Barkley Yummy, although there's only one Y. So it's Barkley Yummy. Barkley Yummy. And it's titled Witty Banter, five stars. Long fan. Oh. Who did me? Barkley Yummy. You did me dirty. Long fan of Steven. And you, you spelled it with a V? Barkley Yummy. Barkley Yummy. Uh, you had these people trained, Steven. Uh, all right. It's okay. Barkley Yummy. Longtime fan of, I'm not going to say that name, and enjoying Mixie. Great energy. And well, their, thanks. And their podcast always makes me laugh. Plus, air horns, hotties, and lots of engagement. Definitely check this out. Okay. You redeemed yourself, Barkley Yummy. Ugh. Thank you for the engagement, Mr. Yummy. It's been a pleasure. You have redeemed yourself. Also, let's get to some very special reviews. Ooh. This pot this is called Great Podcast and Can't Wait to Listen More. Oh. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> By the end of the podcast series, I'll have a six pack from laughing so much. Hell yeah. I'm also impressed at your attention to detail in each episode and how you spot how you spot how spot on you two are about a lot of things. Ooh, we know. Continuing to look forward to supporting you and to listening. This comes from Jenny Alexander, the Joe Millionaire contestant. Hello! Amazing. Jenny from the block. Hello. Thank you for the engagement and the sweet, sweet words. We really appreciate it. It's just just like, let me tell you, we've been doing, I've been doing this podcast with Brooke and Justin for a very long time when we were doing the challenge. Mm -hmm. At no point am I aware of, of any of the challengers leaving a fucking review. But we got the Joe Millionaire ladies out doing reviews. A different breed. Built built different. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking built different. (laughs) Oh, Christ almighty. Uh, Jenny, we appreciate you. Thank you. This one is from the one and only object of my affection this season. The lovely and talented Miss Annie. Yes. The title of this says... Let's go to cut. Yeah. Well, you did offer. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Don't you threaten me with a good time. I'll make a reservation right now. (sighs) And it says, my mom loved the shout out. Y'all are so funny. Thanks for recapping the show. That comes from Annie from the show in the iTunes reviews. Yeah. Shouts out to Annie's mom. She's in the hotties. She is in the hotties. She's just hanging out. Mom, love the shout out. Mom, you get another shout out. Congratulations, Annie and mom. Yeah. Jill. I believe it's Jill. It's Jill. Yes. Thank you, Jill Jorgensen. Jill Jorgensen. That's it. That just rolls off the tongue. I love saying it. I really do. Really nice, isn't it? I just did it. I enjoyed it. It is really nice. It's really fun. You guys should try that at home. What's your name? 
Jill Jorgensen. Oh, God, I enjoyed that saying that so much. It's just so perfect and pretty. I love it. Shout out, Jill. Shout out, Jill. It's like a Marvel character. <laughs> it really is. Peter Parker, Jill Jorgensen, same same thing. It, it's same energy, same energy for sure. We love it. Well, that wraps it up for this week, everybody. And perfect timing because my Krispy Kreme is here. Oh, my God. Thank you all for waiting for my Krispy Kreme with me, except for when I re-listen to this later and I finish the Krispy Kreme, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> yes, subscribe, join the hotties, link in the details, give us give us a beautiful review. You know, if you aren't on Apple Podcasts, our uh, podcast is available for review on the Podbean yes. app Good or on their website. Mm, that is very true. You can go podbean.com, find the right reality. You can leave a review there. Also, if you don't know how to do it, if you don't want to do any of those things, just DM us a review and we'll read it for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Our DMs are open. I've been getting some great stuff from you guys. I, somebody sent me a video of some lady spilling her drink and said they're, they're telling their kids it was me. And, and it just, that's the kind of stuff that makes me really feel connected to you guys. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, just throwing shots over people's shoulders like it's a fucking. Like it's a fucking competition. I love it. Oh, the best. We'll see you guys next week with the Sarah Rose interview. We appreciate you guys. Love you very much. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Are you guys excited to get wet?